Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. And good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. It's Thursday, and uh, we are going to dive into a number of things today. And let me just put them out there for you. By the way, did any of you watch... The Tucker interview with Attorney General of Texas, Ken Paxton. Ken Paxton is not a perfect man by any stretch of the imagination. But he says he was delivered from this impeachment by his faith in Jesus Christ. Now, his wife is a state senator. He's played around on his wife. But that wasn't a reason to impeach him. Tucker, folks, is going to continue. I mean, and, and it is it is right that he is able to reach millions of people with his short interviews and the things that he does. Now, where does he go next? Does he continue to dive into places that make him an even bigger target and he already is. Target of who? Marxist. In the deep state. Harney County judge who is trying Measure 114 calls the police, Oregon State Police, and the sheriff's testimony on the number of bullets they carry is highly relevant. For the trial. Now, why would that be? What did I say about this yesterday? It's the justification for why cops carry the amount of gun, the bullets that they do. Because sometimes you get into shootouts with bad guys who have a lot of bullets. And you don't want to run out of ammunition. Hence, the 10-round limits part of measure 114 the argument on our side is that you need more than 10 rounds sometimes because the bad guys who don't follow the law and aren't going to follow the law are going to have magazines illegally because they don't care about the law to begin with with lots of bullets in them if the cops have to carry lots of bullets to fight the bad guys to protect you and I and themselves. Why can't we? Kudos to this Kate Brown appointed judge, Robert Rascio. State tried to suppress that. Ah, it's not relevant. Of course not. State will do whatever they can to take as many guns away from us as they possibly can. There's another story yesterday that I did not get to and that is relevant to us um, in this whole election integrity thing. Here's the headline. Oregon aims to enhance its election transparency. How are they going to do that? 
They're going to live stream ballot counting. Let me ask you this. Is that going to make any difference at all? Live streaming? How would it make a difference? You tell me. I'm really curious. You see, their um, lawmakers passed a bill that tells the Secretary of State to go out and find federal money to put live stream cameras in rooms where the ballots are counted. Is that going to make any difference? Why would it make a difference? Would it make a difference if magically those live, the the live streaming just went down? You know, at two o'clock in the morning after they sent all the election observers home because they were going to quit counting ballots, right? And then magically, like they did in Fulton County, Georgia, everybody goes home except a few workers. And while the live stream is down, they pull out You know, those bags full of ballots from under the table. Why would it make a difference? And how does it solve the issue that we know there are algorithms with inside the machines? It doesn't matter, folks. It does not matter whether you live stream ballot counting or not. If the machines change the vote. It's all smoke and mirrors. Now, if you can give me a good reason why this is really, truly going to enhance election transparency, call me. Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM. News. Jeff Merkley is a former colleague of mine. We uh, we served together in the House of Representatives. He's now U.S. Senator from Oregon. Of course, on MSNBC, he writes an opinion piece, and I'm going to ask you if you think he's right. Legalizing, here's the headline, legalizing election gambling is a bad bet for democracy. It would enrich the few at the expense of the many and threaten election integrity. So do you think we ought to, I mean, just just on its face, I mean, we have legalized gambling on virtually everything. Why not on elections? How could that go wrong? Well, I think Jeff Merkley points out something that is well worth discover. I mean, thinking about. It's two weeks, he says. Imagine this: two weeks before election day, rich Americans, you know, like all those big Democrat hedge fund donors that give to you, Jeff. Isn't it amazing, by the way, how Democrats, liberals, elitists like Jeff and Ron Wyden, who talk down rich Americans, but they are the first place, the first people they go to to fund their campaigns. 
and then they talk them down. Isn't that a little bit hypocritical? But I digress. He continues, rich Americans and large corporations have bet billions of dollars on which party will control the U.S. Senate. Yeah, you know those large corporations that you guys make sure get all kinds of money for those special government contracts. And we ain't just talking about defense contractors. How about Google and Apple that give you guys all kinds of money? Oops, there I go again. Hypocrisy. He continues. Rich Americans and large corporations have bet billions of dollars, betting billions in this new idea on which party will control the U.S. Senate, but their preferred candidate in a key race to determine the majority is two points down. To save their bet, they launch a smear campaign against the leading candidate, swinging the outcome of the election and the control of the Senate. This possibility is no fantasy, he writes. Commodity Futures Trading Commission is currently considering a prediction markets proposal that would allow individuals and corporations, including political donors, to place bets of up to $100 million on which party will control the House or the Senate in 24 and beyond. If you don't think these big players will do everything possible to win their bet, including disinformation campaigns, then you aren't paying attention to American politics. Now, of course, he says that this corrupts our election systems. I'd say they are already corrupt, and this will only make it work worse. What do you think? How does this idea... I mean, you know, again, he's saying it's all about right-wing disinformation. I mean, it's quite the opposite, isn't it? You know, Jeff, how you protect Google and Facebook and formerly Twitter. You know, which censors any opposition to anything you believe. Oh, you, you must be talking about those large corporations, those censorship media, right? He says democracy is precious and fragile. Yes, except, Jeff, the reality is America is not a democracy. It is a constitutional republic, something you would do well to remember, except that doesn't fit your Marxist ideas. Let's go to Anna, who's on the line. Anna, good morning. Good morning. Um, I have a, a question about the, the live streaming, um, because if you are hand counting and you have cameras on on each of, on the, the ballots and on the, the people who are marking them, then that can be a way that actually um, shows everyone, um, and, and some, somewhat of a way of self-auditing maybe where you can see each ballot being as it's being counted or, or as it's being tallied. So, um, that, that is, a um, something when you're hand counting now the, in the, in the hand count demo that we're doing is to, sh to hopefully show that that would be something that 
might make people feel more confident because then there isn't any, um, then everything is transparent. So what's transparent? Okay. Well, I mean, it, then, so so it does. Anna, doesn't it depend on how they're live streaming and where the camera is? If you're just right. showing a room full of people that are moving ballots around, that's a that's zero worth. It does nothing. But if you're right. showing, no, I agree with you. If you're showing a camera so, that's on each person who's hand counting, then are you violating well, the law by showing the actual ballots? Well, I, I, yeah, I don't know that it is, it is against the law to show the ballot because, uh, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I believe that, um, the ballot is not private. I mean, it's private when you do it, but to, to take, to, they're, they're taking, that's what the digital images are. And right. So, I don't so doesn't that it wouldn't been, that wouldn't that um, bolster our argument that there is no way to identify the actual ballot unless that live streaming is showing the the code, right? If if it 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 is not to sit there and show the the codes or anything it's there to show that the person who is who is saying what ha- what who is helping the person count what happens is you one person is saying who won what or, or and then hey, the Anna, other person hang on is through the counting. break and let let's continue this 620 back in a moment Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top there. We'll continue in a moment talking with Anna from Oregon People's Vote about this issue of live streaming election hand or just a ballot counting, not hand counting, but ballot counting. Live streaming. Is it going to make a difference? Does it actually, is it worth anything? Does it really do anything for election transparency or is it just smoke and mirrors? Maybe Mark Thielman's case has a lot to do with this. We'll talk about that in a moment. Friends, my pillow. Dot com has these incredible deals on stuff that really does make your life and other people in your world their lives better. You know, the great My Pillow 2.0 pillow, and it is. I, I have several of them, folks, including the body pillow. This new fabric, it's real. It does stay cool to the touch. You know, this this pillow will change how you sleep. Does me. And the cool thing about it is what I do is I fluff it up from time to time. You just put it in the dryer. That's all you have to do. 
and it fluffs right back up. It's not like a feather pillow that once it gets compacted, it is compacted. Or a foam pillow. This thing always comes back. It is amazing. Lots of other great products, folks, that you can get massive discounts by buying it directly from my pillow. It's Mike Lindell's outfit. And you can do it at these incredible discounts. And you do that by going to MyPillow.com and using the promo code for this show, PC23. And you get these amazing discounts. 50% up to 80% on some of their products. PC23 is the discount code. And all you need to do is just go to MyPillow.com slash PC23 and scroll down the page. They have, they have over 200 products, folks. Now, again, if you are looking gifts for Christmas, maybe anniversaries, maybe birthdays, or maybe housewarming, you know, like towels, these towels that I rave about, you will not ever, in my opinion, find better towels than the MyPillow towels. They are amazing at how they absorb water and how soft they feel, even though they've been laundered time and time again. So, Again, support Mike Lindell's fight for election integrity. Support KSLM Radio and this radio show specifically by buying from MyPillow because they share a bit of that revenue with us. And it helps Mike Lindell keep fighting the fight for election integrity. And it's expensive. He's in court constantly. Not just defending himself, folks. But going on offense, fighting for us in these states, these election lawsuits. So go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code PC23 right now, PC23. Let's go back to Anna, and then we'll move to Art. Anna, good morning again. All right, so live stream. One of the things that you have to note, oh, go go ahead. How does live streaming help us with a bunch of of ballots that get dropped that are from that are not real ballots. They're dead people or they're ballots that are from fictitious voters or voters that are real that they just make up the ballot for because they never vote. And all of a sudden, how does that help with that? Well, it, it doesn't help with that. What you have to do, though, is you have to take one bite of the bear at a time or the elephant or whatever. It, it's one thing that if you can show transparency for, then then that's then it, it it starts the process of bringing light to everything. You elections is not one thing that you can just you that you we can't fix it with one with one go around. We have to we have to start in one spot, get that, and then go on to another. But so you're right in favor now, of this. Go ahead. So you're in favor of it? Well, yeah, uh, because okay. remember the people in Georgia where they had the that where they were recounting all the ballots, at least they showed if if people could see that in the middle of the night because the cameras continued to play, then some of the things if there is anything going on in the office then that would that would show it and everybody would see it 
Well, the problem with that is that was video, not live streaming. Here they're talking about live streaming, and that opens up a whole nother can of worms. Anna, thanks for your opinion. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Hi, Jeff. I remember the good old days. You walked in. (laughs) They handed you a ballot. You marked your ballot. And then it was immediately counted. I mean, they actually said, Art Stevenson has voted. That was the day that there actually was fair elections. But how do you know if they switched your ballot? I mean, if it really wasn't your ballot, you can't you can't tell. It's all like you said, Jeff, smoke and mirrors. And of course, they want you to think that there is integrity, so you won't question it. But if you don't get back to the good old days where you had to go to the polling place, you had to show your ID, you marked your ballot, and, you know, they declared, Art Stevenson has voted, and then they counted your vote right then and there. The process like that, that we have now, of course, is you can vote, you can send your ballot in late up to, what is it, seven days down and everything. So you're absolutely correct. It is smoke and mirrors. The process is only as good as how they do it by having, you know, both parties there, verifying the signatures and all that good stuff. But this way is a pretend way for them to say, oh, we have voter in. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. I, I want to go back to this idea of live streaming ballot counting in elections. And what that might lead to. We're also talking about Measure 114. Um, Lots to talk about there. The judge ruling yesterday that, in fact, the state police superintendent testimony and sheriff's testimony was relevant to the case. The number of rounds that they carry. Talking about that today. Doesn't that, I mean, if if the cops have to carry a bunch of rounds of ammunition and have more than 10 rounds in their guns, shouldn't we be able to do that? If they're, why are they doing that? It's relevant. Because the bad guys have guns too. And lots of ammunition. And they don't really care. Do they? Do they care about the law? Probably not. Oh, they care about the law if they get caught. But they don't care about the law when they're breaking the law. 
Somebody who doesn't break the law that really benefits you is freedom, heating, and air. Today, we're going to be, believe it or not, almost 80 degrees. And then we cool down. It's that seesaw of the changing of the seasons, because I think tomorrow is the calendar equinox, when we change from summer to fall. It's a great time for you to really get your your heating and cooling system, whatever it is, tuned up. As you know as well as I do, the really cold days and nights are just around the corner. It's a great reason for you to call Freedom Heating and Air, because they do that amongst many other great things. You can see them all. If you go to freedomheatingandair.net, look at all the services they have. You can read their blog and get an estimate, or you can just reach out to them by email. Freedom Heating and Air. Dot net. It's all one word, freedomheatingandair.net. You can call them at 503-580-1456-580-1456. Ben writes an email. And by the way, you want to send me an email. It's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Um... Jim writes me, three dudes with 30-round magazines break in, and you have three 10-round magazines. Do the math. Who wins? Three dudes with 30-round magazines break in, and you have three 10-round magazines. Do the math. Who wins? I would say one dude with a 30-round magazine wins over one dude with a 10-round magazine. I used to do that, by the way. And one of the things I learned when I went to Iraq with the Rangers was that the jihadis over there would just take an AK or a captured M4, M16, and they would just keep it on automatically, and they would just spray, spray bullets rather than what we're trained to do on our side, the tap, 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 tap. Those of you who have been in the military know exactly what I'm talking about, tap, tap. They just spray bullets. Still, you never know. The dude with the 30-round magazine starts spraying bullets, how many of them might hit you. And the advantage of spraying bullets is it keeps your head down because you're ducking rounds all over the place. Ben writes this about ballot live streaming. Ballots from the 13 dead cousins will still be counted on live stream or not. It is for show only, and it won't change the problem. It will only be fixed with in-person voting like in the good old days. Amen. That's right. Now, Anna's right. Something's better than nothing. Now, Fulton County, Georgia, that was video that was filmed that we only saw later. Live streaming's different. But it wouldn't matter at all. If, as Ben points out, the ballots being counted are fake ballots. Well, in some respects, yes, it is a step towards transparency because now you can't have, I mean, if, let's say you were live streaming and 
you observe somebody running ballots through the machine, the, the vote tabulation machine, and you're literally watching them pull the ballots out and run them back through the other side. Now, why would anybody do that if they knew it was live stream? Well, they would do it because they know nobody's going to do anything about it. That's why. The courts aren't going to do anything about it. And by the way, if you're doing live stream and you see this live streamed, how do you stop it? If they're brazen and they don't care, how do you stop it? Live stream. Do you call up a judge at three o'clock in the morning and say, you got to, we, we need an emergency, a junction. Like they're going to answer the phone at three o'clock in the morning. How do you stop it? It's all after the fact. You can't stop it, even if it's live stream. Now, in some offices, yes, with some workers who have an ounce of integrity, yeah, it might be a deterrent. But again, if they don't know that the ballots that they're running through the machine are fake ballots, not real, then it doesn't make a difference. And it doesn't make a difference if the algorithms change the outcome anyway and we know that's what's happening it's happening over and over and over again it also by the way does give the illusion that hey we're trying to be transparent and it undercuts our argument that there is no confidence this is mark thielman's powerful argument that he told us about and updated us on at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill on Monday night. His argument is the same U.S. Supreme Court reasoning of Brown versus Board of Education in 1963 or 5, I forget the year. Even though there was the separate but equal policy, it wasn't real because the minorities, blacks, did not feel they were being treated their perception was that it was still a rigged game. The same thing is true today. So adding this undercuts that argument. Because now the state and whoever is the next secretary of state can say, hey, we've got transparency. People should feel better about that. Doug writes several emails about 10 rounds only legislation. If statutes and codes trump the Constitution, the right of being safe and secure in one's person and property, then they legally trump our lives. So if you dare not comply with unlawful constitutional laws, then your life doesn't matter to these people. We need to show more civil disobedience than civil obedience. It is as wicked as it seems. Yes, I completely agree. Marxism always is. Always is. He also says we ought to put a body cam on every election worker <laughs> that enters the building. It won't matter. Now, that's there's an interesting idea. Uh, Lou, or Lee, rather, writes um, an email about stupid, rich, something to talk boot. Isn't it amazing, he writes, that these rich folk don't understand what was taught in college level at 300 economics? If they want to get rich, business needs to be able to buy materials, build products, hire people so that more people can buy products and services instead of strangling the masses for a nickel. 
So many aspire to be rich, ooh, and all over the lifestyle of the few that condemn them that most have never met. True wealth doesn't involve one's bank account, but that's another conversation. All those who don't provide the free enterprise system, or promote rather the free enterprise system, are not worth their weight in their boots as they are selfish beyond measure. Corby, thanks for the uh, video. GL, thanks for the Matt Gates video about how to stop the killing in Ukraine. Yes. By the way, yesterday Matt Gates was fantastic in his questioning of the Marxist who is our U.S. Attorney General and the FBI Director, who's another Marxist. There's a great Oregon Catalyst story, folks, and this is a harbinger of things to come. And it's an opportunity. I'm going to share it with you. It's called Two Sad Headlines. Liberals admit we were right. I'm going to talk about that on the other side because it has everything to do with winning hearts and minds so we can win elections. Back in a moment, 648. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Yeah, you're going to be, well, not surprised at these headlines in this Oregon Catalyst article, and I'll get to them. I mean, this, folks, this is the roadmap, if there ever was to winning, especially in blue cities, in blue states. PacWest Lobby is one of our sponsors. Thank you to the PacWest Lobby Group. They are the premier influencers. And believe me, they are. And again, we will have conversations with them and we'll let them tell the story about how they worked behind the scenes to stop tolling on roads already built, federal highways, you know, like 205 and I-5 up in the Portland metro area. They have a code of ethics, honesty and integrity, transparency in their lobbying contracts, upholding ethics commission rules, Professional interactions with legislators. Civil conduct during floor sessions. Yes, they are big influencers of the legislature. But they also have relationships and work in cities. This is partly how they were successful in stopping tolling. Now, there are some lobbyists who do not always observe, shall we say, a code of ethics. It's a sad thing, but it's true. Tell you lots of stories about it. Now, I've been lied to by, to my face, by lobbyists. 
found out about it later. PacWest Lobby is not like that. So if you're looking for a group that you can have confidence on will be honorable, but yet very effective, you ought to check them out. PWLobby.com, PWLobby.com. We're going to be live streaming from a special event they're having, I believe on the 27th. So check that out. PWLobby.com. Two sad headlines. Liberals admit we were right. It's on Oregon Watchdog, Oregon Catalyst. This is not the way we wish, they write, to be proven right. But what happened last week speaks volumes. And they talk about this Fox News report about a Minnesota leftist. The second vice chairwoman for the Minnesota Democratic Farmer Labor Party. She got violently carjacked by four very young men, all carrying guns. They assaulted her in front of her kids outside their home in broad daylight. She got beat up, broken leg, deep lacerations on her heads, bruising cuts, as well as feeling rage against the lack of accountability against criminals. She was a victim. These men knew what they were doing. I have no doubt they've done this before, yet they're still on our streets killing mothers, giving babies psychological trauma that a lifetime of therapy cannot erase with no hesitation and no remorse. She said, look at my face when you're thinking about supporting letting juveniles and young people out of custody to roam our streets instead of holding them accountable for their actions. She was a leading proponent in Minnesota of dismantling, as she wrote on Facebook, the cops in 2020 after the George Floyd incident. She's totally changed her mind. Because violence impacted her life. No. And then it goes on to talk about Eric Adams, New York mayor, calling for locking down the border. Why? Because this city's overloaded. Well, he's a sanctuary city. What do you expect? My point is this. This issue of violence, crime, that is not being addressed by your elected leaders and is not being addressed by DAs like Multnomah County DA Mike Schmidt. It is the issue to win elections on. The left will try to, Jeff Merkley and Ron Wyden won't say anything. All they do is they do puff stuff, folks. If you just look at the Oregon watchdog headlines today Merkley and Wyden announced $1.3 million for migratory bird habitat. Woo! Wyden urges action on drinking water access emergency. Woo! They don't do anything about crime because they can't touch it, folks. But people on our side can. Candidates on our side can. Because nothing, abortion, the environment, climate action, none of it matters more than your personal safety. As this liberal found out, 
this is the issue we have to use and write it to victory. And you, you say it over and over and over again because it trumps abortion. Let's say you're a liberal woman and you use abortion as birth control. Many of them do, by the way. And you're on your way to get your latest abortion at the abortion clinic and you stop at a stoplight and some young hoods that Kate Brown turned loose because, you know, of the Oregon law, they didn't know what they were doing when they committed crimes. They carjack you and they beat you up. What's more important to you, abortion or the fact that these criminals ought to be locked up and should have been locked up and never released or prosecuted to begin with? What's more important? I just gave you an argument, a story that you could tell, a question you could pose to someone who's a liberal who always comes back, well, you conservatives, you're, you're anti-abortion. What's more important to you, your personal safety or your right to go get a kill your baby in your womb? It is the winning issue. I will have more about this as we go forward because I'm about to get involved with kind of a Portland mayor's race with a candidate who's a black man, who's a Marine, and he has no nonsense on this stuff. And I think Portland's ripe for it. I think any city is ripe to respond to a strong, very strong law and order message because we're seeing it all around us. Homelessness and the crime that surrounds homelessness. We're seeing it in Salem and all the surrounding communities. Crime and a strong approach to it works. I'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow is Friday, folks. You call tomorrow and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically. Doesn't matter what's on my plate. It's what you want to talk about. Tomorrow's your day, so get ready. Keep praying for this state, this country. Being willing to stand up and fight everything you believe in. See you tomorrow.